Now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapade listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Margie from the Your Story Travel Company, and I'm also here with her sister-in-law, Kate. We pray that you're all staying safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 629, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation. Simply email Vicki or me, Margie, at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com for a free quote. So as I said before, Margie's here. You guys know Margie from um, our regular shows. This is also her sister-in-law, Kate, and they just returned from an amazing mom's trip to Disney that we all lived vicariously through them, which was amazing. And you guys went to Florida on Saturday, June 5th. Is that correct? Yes, we left. We drove there. Straight? We sure did. Yeah, that's why we moved to North Carolina, so that we would be closer to Disney. And we left at 2 in the morning to drive. God love you both. We were so excited. <laughs> we were on like the Disney high. Kate had gotten to my house at nine o'clock on Friday and I was still packing. I still had to make our shirts and it came to be like 1230. And I was like, Kate, let's just go. Let's just drive. Let's just do it. And so, yeah, we left in the middle of the night. Yeah. And weren't you like beat by the time you got there? We had Disney magic flowing through our veins. I, <laughs> you know, the excitement. So I don't think so. We we slept for an hour in the car at about five o'clock in the morning. We slept for an hour. If my mom's listening to this, we were safe. And <laughs> we, we slept for an hour. And then, yeah, but by the time we got there, we were still just like on an adrenaline high. We're just like, let's just do this. Yeah. That is awesome. Well, I know a lot of what went on, so I'm just going to let you guys basically talk through your trip, and I'll just throw in things from time to time because it was amazing. I enjoyed all of the pictures. Of course, I was a tad envious, but I've also been there this year, so I can't, you know, Margie had to live vicariously through us, except two of my, or three of my trips, I guess. Yes. Oh, wow. Yes. This was my first time to Disney during the pandemic which I guess it's kind of like not the pandemic. tail end. We were the tail end of it. Yeah, I we guess. were the tail end of the pandemic. I mean, it's still going on, but um, people aren't acting like it is. So, okay, let me preface this by saying Kate had a baby. She had a pandemic baby, but it wasn't a pandemic baby. She was <laughs> pregnant pre-pandemic. Okay. But she gave birth during the pandemic. God love you, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> and she also moved to a new city like she moved pregnant to a new city and then had a baby in a new city during the pandemic so i really wanted a girl's trip i've seen you guys go on a girl's trip vicky i saw betsy go on a girl's trip like i've just seen like i saw katie who's going to be on the podcast in a couple weeks go on a girl's trip and i was like i need a girl's trip and so i texted kate and I knew that she had a baby, like a brand new baby. And I was just like, I don't know. I don't know if she's going to say yes, but I just really need somebody to go to Disney with. And she was the first person that I thought of. And I was like, do you want to go to Disney? And within like seconds, she was like, yes, yes, let's go to Disney. That's yeah. so awesome. So how old is your baby now? Uh, he's seven months old now. And how many kids do you have? Uh, four. You have four as well. Okay. Yes. So I needed my sanity, you know, parents were home with their kids doing the school, virtual school, and I had a first grader and I was basically a teacher's aide and a new mom. So I that just needed, crazy. needed a break. And so we took a big break. We were you there did, for and I, I'm so happy for you guys. I've never been on one that long. Yeah, it was really, really fun. So the first day that we got there, we actually... Um, we started off by, ooh, I don't want to mention it, but we started off by going to Universal Studios City Walk because <laughs> this is a Disney podcast, but... It's okay. We're friends. <laughs> we ate at um, Toothsome Chocolate Emporium, which if you ever do go to Universal Studios City, Universal Studios City Walk, you have to eat at that restaurant. 
Yes, but eat there. If you're only going to do the city walk, go after 6 p.m. Otherwise, you have to pay like $26 for parking. Are you kidding? what we learned. It's not Disney Springs. It's not free parking. It's not. And we learned that. And so, but after 6 p.m., it's free parking if you're going to the parks or to city walk. And so, yeah, we had to pay. We had to shell out the $26 for parking because we had like a 245 um, reservation, which is fine. We just like added it to our dinner bill, you know, and we split pretty much. Okay. This is also something that I want to say before we say this. Kate and I went into this trip and it was our treat yourselves trip. Okay. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. We, you guys needed last, shirts that said that. Our last day we did wear shirts that said treat yourself. You did? I missed yeah. that. Yeah, we totally did. I don't even know if we got pictures of us in it. <laughs> <laughs> By but, the last day, I think we were pretty tired. <laughs> <laughs> we were tired and pictured out by then. But um, we, yeah, so we were just like, we're just going to get whatever we want. And whatever sounds great on the menu, we're going to get. We're not going to worry about it. We're not going to look at prices. We're just going to do it. And for the most part, we split every meal. And so the prices weren't too Which bad. Which is really smart. If you want to try all the dishes that you can at Epcot, you've got to share. Oh, yeah. Because you won't have enough sure. room to try everything. That's for yeah. sure. So we stayed... We ate at Tutsum, which was amazing. They had these amazing crepes, and so everybody should go there. And then we also did some pre-Disney shopping at the Outlet Mall Character Warehouse, which Very is really cool. fun. If you have an opportunity to go there, go to Character Warehouse. I was able to get uh, Mickey or mini ears for $3.99. Holy smokes. Which is amazing. Yeah. And there's actually two of them. There's one by Universal Studios, and then there's one closer to Disney. So. And the one actually by Universal Studios had cheaper ears. The yeah. one by Disney's ears were $9.99. Of course they were. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And if you do go there, make sure to get go there first thing because you have to get on a virtual queue. I don't know if they're going to con be continuing to do that for much longer, but um, we had to wait. Our virtual queue was like two hours. Oh, wow. Because Betsy only waited 45 minutes, I believe, when she went. Oh, nice. And, and well, we also went on a Saturday, so I think that kind of helped with the crowd. But that night we stayed at a bum hotel that we're not even going to talk about because I don't want to remember that night. <laughs> and then we, <laughs> Sunday, we headed to the Disney bubble and we were so excited about the Disney bubble. So Kate, tell us what um, resort we stayed at. Oh, we stayed at Pop Century. And was this your first time at Pop? I've stayed at Pop uh, way back in 2006, um, but it seemed the same. <laughs> <laughs> the rooms even? Um, probably not. I don't remember the rooms from the when rooms I had stayed. Carpet. I just Oh, okay. No, they didn't have carpet anymore. The rooms were great. The rooms were really clean and comfortable. The beds were comfortable. Oh my gosh. They... I want that pillow. I want those pillows <laughs> in my life. Like, they were the best pillows. And we could spend all this podcast talking about those pillows, too. No, we're not <laughs> going to. No, Pop Century was a really cute... That was my first time staying at Pop, and I really liked it. Like, I think it's a great resort, especially mm -hmm. if you plan on being at the parks from sunup to sundown. Then... Yeah, if you don't plan on using any resort amenities, it was a great... It was a great stay because the hotel room was comfortable, clean. Mm -hmm. What more could you need? You had a Keurig. No, you said you didn't have one. We did not have a Keurig. We had a coffee. Not a Keurig. It was a, a single serve coffee machine with the little, not pods, but like little filtered coffee things. So maybe I dreamed ours was a Keurig and it was just what you're saying. Maybe. And it just was so convenient. I don't drink a lot of coffee, but my daughter does and that's very important to her. And um, I drink hot tea. It was very convenient to just pop it in while you're getting ready for the day, and then it was there for you. And there is a sliding door to block off the sink <laughs> area that we did not find until the very last day. I feel terrible because I feel like I should have told you this. <laughs> you think we would notice it? It was ob. It was. It was very obvious. <laughs> But I don't think we would have ever used it. I mean, there's a door to the bathroom and shower. Like, yeah, it was just to block off the mirror 
and the scene. Right. So, anyways, no, Pop Century was super cute. I love the theming. I love the big statues. We were in the 50s area. We um, we actually checked in. We had to go check in because uh, we were on a military right. room. Kate mm-hmm. got a military thing for us. And so you actually have to go and check in in person. Right. You're on military. You can't check in from the app when you do the military. They have to make sure. Yeah. So we were there and we got there at like 10 and they had a room ready for us at 1030. Like we were ready to go into our room. We didn't have to wait till three when it's normal check-in. That's awesome. Yeah. They can do that sometimes. It really just depends. It just depends on if there's a room. And um, we actually got to choose between the 50s and 60s or the 90s. And we chose the 50s and 60s because it was closer to the Skyliner. And Smart. it's closer to the cafeteria, or not cafeteria, but the food court yeah. um, area. So anyways, so that's what we did. And then we actually didn't check into our room right then because our cast member talked to us for like forever. <laughs> yeah, he talked to us for so long that we were like, wow, we've really got to go because we have a dining reservation we've got to get going to and we don't want to be late for that. Oh, no. And we had a dining reservation at Kona, and I was not impressed with Kona one bit. Well, see, that's the thing. Either you are or you're not. That's the thing. There really doesn't seem to be a middle-of-the-road person for Kona. That's the thing for many things that you see happening at Disney, whether it be a ride or a food it's like you see it advertised so much by people people going you have to do this you have to do this thing and then you're like if i don't do it i will have missed out and i've got to try it and that's what kona cafe was because of that dang tonka toast which i was not a fan of i did not like the dang told you it needs to have strawberries in it oh if it has strawberries in it it would be a completely different dish and margie did ask and they don't because they prep them the night before so well, I have the faux recipe. Well, it's actually in the little Disney book that they published that I got for Christmas. I should just send it to you and you guys can try it with strawberries. Oh yeah, we could do that. Yeah, I mean, my food at, at Kona was amazing. I got the macadamia nut pancakes, had pineapple on top and like even the syrup tasted kind of like they had put like pineapple juice in it or something. It was so good. And I had the Kona coffee in the French press that they do. And that was really great as well. So they let you have breakfast at dinner. That was good to know. It was like the last breakfast time. So it was like really lunchtime, but we had gotten in at the last breakfast Mm -hmm. reservation time. Our reservation was at 10.50 and lunch starts at 11. So we were able to do the breakfast. Now that Kona does mobile ordering, like you can mobile order from Kona. I don't know if they're going to keep that or once everything opens up a little bit more, if they're going to get rid of that. But I would personally, I would personally go and I would mobile order the macadamia nut pancakes and the grits. The grits. Oh, the grits. Oh, the grits. So good. (laughs) They were so good. What was in them? It was like not instant grits. Right. They were, and they were white grits, but it had like Gouda cheese on it that was all melted to perfection. And it just was like savory, melt in your mouth goodness. They were just made really well. The grits were really, really well. I made well. I even like asked our waitress because I knew it was the end of breakfast. So I was like, um, if there happens to be any extra grits back there, you can like go ahead and bring them out. And she was like, sorry, we already dumped them. And I'm like, oh. So she would have. I will say if if you don't care like about ambiance, if you can modal, mobile order at any of these restaurants, do that instead of the sit down because one, you have to pay the tip when you do the sit down. And two, like especially Kona, Kona did not have the ambiance we had thought it would because we've been to Ohana. Ohana was great. Right. And even though it was a busier character breakfast, you still had more of this Polynesian tropical island feel and Kona just it to me seems like a Howard Johnson's and I don't even know if you guys know what that is I would totally agree with that but I mean it was fine we still had a really good time and then so we ate breakfast and then right after that we went down to Captain Cook's and got (laughs) oh you got those pork nachos and we got the pork nachos 
and we ate those and we had and a you might think wow that's a lot of food but remember it's trecho so <laughs> well that and you guys were really doing brunch so you had the breakfast and then you had the lunch yeah. part and yeah. we only ate half of our i only ate half of the tonga toast because i thought i could reheat it at the hotel at the resort but you can't because there's not a microwave in your room at pop century um, yeah at pop century so i was like dang it but it's fine because i probably wouldn't have eaten it anyways you could split the tonka toast between two people you totally can you could split the macadamia pancakes it comes with three pancakes yeah the macadamia pancakes was actually a really good price for what you got you got three huge pancakes and a side of a meat choice yeah so so um captain cooks was amazing those pulled porch nachos are still my favorite counter service that I have had. And again, it was mobile order only. Which we used mobile order so much while we were there and we absolutely fell in love with mobile ordering. Yes, and even if you could do both, mobile order or go into the line, you could, like we went in when, I'm skipping ahead just a tad, but when we went to Hollywood Studios, it was like 11 a.m. and I made our dinner order at the Docking yes. Bay 7 for like 6 p.m. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what and I then like. If you know that you're not going to be there by 6 p.m., you can still go in there and you can edit your time right. to a later time. Yeah. So I just, mobile ordering was the best. I, I hope they continue that on. Well, and there, because there were some that didn't do mobile ordering and we didn't go to them, even though we would really like to have tried it. But we're like, I don't want to wait in that line. There was a place in Pandora that we went and waited in line for, but it, w it moved fast and Gaston's in Magic Kingdom. Oh, yeah, they both Gaston, didn't Gaston's do mobile tavern. ordering, but the line goes fast. Gaston's should definitely be doing mobile order, I feel like, because they know the people are going to come. They totally know. And it's not like they have a huge menu. Like they just keep pumping out those cinnamon rolls. Like, yeah. Cause I think that what is the one in fantasy land that I've never purchased one thing from Friars Nook maybe. Oh, yes. Uh -huh. And then has mobile ordering. That does not make sense to me. I never yeah. see a big line there, but I always see a line at Gaston's. Yeah. We just I need to write Disney. Mobile ordering to more places and keep it where I think it also helps Disney out knowing Who's coming? Because they kind of see, don't they see like they have an order coming in at like 6 p.m. when we put it in? Back in 2019, when we went to Disney, I loved that Endorian salad at Docking Bay 7 and I went for it the next day. And when I went up to order, they were like, sorry, we're sold out of that salad for today. So if you do mobile order, they've already got it like in their system. They know that yeah. they've allotted to whoever is ordering it. Yeah, I don't, I can't imagine they're gonna get rid of that. They had mobile ordering pre-COVID. It just wasn't as popular, but I think now, cause I, I was pre-COVID, I would always forget to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Because you had the option to stand in line or mobile order. But I think now people are so used to doing mobile order that I think it's going to stay and it's gonna, it, it was awesome. The other thing I want them to keep with that is that you have to show that you have food in there because so many times oh, yeah. we've tried to find a place to eat and we can't because people are just hanging out. And we're, we've been guilty of that one or two times, but not as much. Like, I feel like there's some families that's all they do is go from restaurant AC <laughs> to AC to AC. We're trying our next location of air You're conditioning. Like, why did you pay so much money to go to restaurants, restaurants, restaurants? People watch. Um, we also went to Disney Springs that day. Mm -hmm. That's where we spent the most of our day and we got more food and well, that's when you got Gideon's the thing is you're trying to put like months worth of food into one day yep Disney yeah. Springs is like if I lived in Orlando I would go on a date night with my mm -hmm. husband or take the kids out for a treat and just go for an hour and hit up one place Right. But we were trying to hit up every place we had seen you know Disney food blog talk about or any, you know, even this podcast, you guys probably have talked about all the delicious must-haves. Every single week we talk about Yes, food. we do. It's not so good. It's, yeah. it's bad sometimes if you've not eaten a nice dinner. <laughs> yes. So if you want um, a little tip, I know we've said this before, but if you want a Gideon cookie, you go there first when you're at Disney Springs. 
because the virtual queue for that was four hours. Four hours for us by for the time us. we got there because we got a weekend? there in the afternoon. It was Sunday. Okay. I'm just wondering because somebody said it is better if you go on a weekday, although we yeah. were there. at When we were there in December, they were doing they the soft opening. They hadn't done the official grand opening. Oh, uh -huh. And it was a seven-hour virtual queue. Oh, my queue. God. And oh, so wow. we, were like, we were like, we don't care how good those cookies are. We're yeah. not waiting seven hours. So... We did, we did the virtual queue for four hours, but it worked perfectly because we had a dining reservation. We had a reservation at Raglan Road, mm -hmm. which if you have not been there, it is awesome. you need to go to Raglan Road. It is such a fun, fun restaurant. And try really hard to go on either a Saturday or a Sunday because they have a live band along with their dancers. They have a live band on Saturdays and Sundays only. And during the week, they just have the dancers that come out, but the dancers are fun too. Yeah. So what did you guys eat there? We had the OMG burger. And I just want to say shout out to the bread they bring to your table. Oh my gosh. The dipping sauce for it was amazing. I don't even know what they put in it, but it was like magic. It had sugar, I know that. So it was like a sweeter olive oil balsamic kind of thing going on. Wow. Well, and if you want to see the show, you need to let the person know when you walk in because there's parts of the restaurant that can't see we, the dancers. We could only hear it, but it was fine. Yeah, but if you really want to see the dancers, just let them know at the door when you get there and say, hey, we really want to see the dancers. And the dancers are only there until like four, I believe, and then they take a break until about seven. So if you go in the early afternoon, you won't see them, but right. if you go from like for during brunch and lunch, then you will and dinner, you will. Um, but Kate and I are very, Kate has been to Ireland and I want awesome. to go to Ireland. So <laughs> we're like huge Irish lovers. Yes. <laughs> and I think my cute little Eleanor with red hair needs to be an Irish dancer. Like agreed. <laughs> hands down. So that was a really, really fun restaurant. And we did, even though we were full, because we had eaten, let's remind you that this was still <laughs> the day we went to Kona and we ate lunch from Captain Cook's. And this was technically a dinner reservation. 2.45, was it a yeah, dinner? Yeah, But it was well, more- it was a lunch, but- A late lunch. <laughs> yeah. And then we went and got our Gideon's cookies four hours later and we got five of them. <laughs> But we ate them throughout the week. I was going to say, Miranda said you had to eat them throughout the week or you would Yeah. Because they were just so big. They were half a pound. <laughs> and they kept saying all the different, like, flavors. And we're like, yes, we need to try that one. It smelled so good. If you're to go to one place in Disney Springs, let it be Gideon's. Okay? And if you are a coffee drinker, which I regret that we went so late in the day because they have cold brew on tap which is pretty dang cool and it sounded like some really delicious flavors of coffee i just can't drink it that late in the day or we would have never gone to sleep that's true i think you would have gone to sleep you stayed up a whole night to get there it's true you probably could have used another cup of coffee um and then to end our night at Disney Springs, we had a Dole Whip. I had the Dole Whip nachos. Oh my and gosh. had the watermelon Dole Whip. She said, I want the Dole Whip nachos. And I said, to be honest with you, that doesn't intrigue me. And I wish it did because it feeds. It could like, feed like three or four I know, I saw it. Because <laughs> Joey wants to get it. Like it's his thing, he's gonna do it. But every time he goes there, he's always full from someplace else we've no. eaten, like Boathouse yeah. or. Yeah. Just do it, just do it, Joey, just get it. And I had the watermelon, the watermelon Dole Whip. It had a little Mickey made out of in, in a little piece of watermelon yeah. in a Mickey shape. And it was really refreshing. It was super fun. And then finally at Disney Springs, we went into Amaret's Patisserie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we but did I, do that. <laughs> I've been a dome cake since I got, since I saw Baby Yoda's dome cake. Like, oh, I know. It was so cute. Ago. Right. And I was like, I just really want a dome cake. And they only had the Mickey one and it's fine. And then Kate was like, oh my gosh, these eclairs look amazing. Yeah. If you want to feel pampered with food, especially like a bakery, go to this place. What was it called again? Amaret's Patisserie. 
They are bougie. Yes. You are like doted on. You, they get you a person and they let you look through and they tell you all about every question right. you have. And then they wrap it up and put it in a beautiful bag with tissue paper. And you just feel <laughs> so loved. <sighs> yeah, it was a really good. fun experience. I'm glad that we were able to go in there. The first time we walked past it, there was a huge line. Yep. And then I was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to wait in the line. But then the next time we walked by it, there was no line no at all. Line. And so we yeah. went in. We're like, we're and we went in just to look. Like we, I was like, yeah. I just want to go inside. Yeah. And then we saw everything. Right. <laughs> and they make it look so delicious. You have to oh, get something. So good. I mean, little golden flecks on those eclairs. Yes. Just so yeah. beautiful. And I want to preface that we did not eat the Gideon cookies or the Emirates. Both of them said they would do fine in a fridge for a couple of days and still taste fresh. And they did. And they did. And did you tell Kate what dome cake they have now that you're gone? They have a Loki dome cake. Oh, dang. I know. We just missed. And I was like, <laughs> but you ate Mickey. So, you but know. But I ate Mickey and Mickey was really good. Mickey was, it was a really good dome cake. So. Yeah, I think that was a big eating day. And then we were ready, ready to go for you're our pumped. first day in the parks. And your mom kept like for the rest of the week. She's like, "Are you guys okay? You're not eating as much as you did on <laughs> Sunday. Like, is everything fine?" We're like, "We're fine. We're fine." But that's hilarious. Okay, so now we're gonna go to the parks. So honestly, I feel like once you get there, if you can get there early, go to Disney Springs. Like when you first get in, because it is a really fun place to go. It is like before you go to the parks, or if you have a yeah. rest day. Just plan to go to Disney Springs and spend some time there. We allow two days for that. Yeah, it's big. I think it's we just huge. scratched the surface. Oh, we totally just scratched the surface. And when you go to Raglan Road next time, you have to get Noki See, Noki Do. Oh, okay. What was that? It's no the Noki potato noodles and oh, with seafood. Oh, I did see that. Okay. Oh, we did get the bread pudding at oh. Raglan Road. Oh my gosh, but we were so full. We only ate half of it, oh. and we never did finish it because we didn't have a microwave. It's still room. in my fridge. I wonder if it's still good. I, I don't, don't think I it's bet good it is. anymore. I, it's magical. It. it traveled well. It traveled well. <laughs> okay, so now let's go to the parks. We Our first park was at Hollywood Studios, and will you believe it, Vicki? We woke up. We tried to get on the rise, and I did not get I do believe back. it because that's what happened to us. I was a little upset. I was like, I am able to get Rise of the Resistance for all of my <laughs> clients, and then I'm not able to get it for myself. So it's fine. We didn't like stress too much. No, but... we didn't stress because we knew we had two days in Hollywood Studios, and we knew we had another chance at one. Yep. Um. So we went to Hollywood, and we first went to Slinky Dog just because we wanted to ride that one the most. And it was a really long line. They said it was 80 minutes and we only waited 40, which I'm fine with. Um, but it was like, it was busy. When we entered and we were there at the beginning, I mean, they turned us around when we drove to the park, like weren't letting anybody in yet. She told me that. By the time we came back around, there was a line going in to yep. the park. But we were there and it did feel like, wait a second, is this at full capacity? There are a lot of people here. There were so many But I don't think people. it was. It, it, I don't even know, maybe 60% capacity. They could have fit so many more they people. They could have fit more people. But Slinky Dog Line was all the way back to like Disney Junior area. Yeah. Yep. Like it was yeah. ridiculous. In February, that's how it was. And we made a decision since it was a treat yourself mom trip and we didn't have any whiny children. I mean, lovely children that we love so much with us <laughs> that if there was a ride that we had to wait more than an hour for, we weren't going to do it. And even some rides that were like, if it's more than 30 minutes, it's not worth waiting for. We're not going to wait for it. But we actually did everything we wanted to do at Hollywood Studio day one. Day That's one. That's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. We did have, at one o'clock, we did get Rise of the Resistance. Amazing. And I talked to a cast member about it at like 1230. I said, okay, 
just making sure that we're doing it right. You know, it said something went wrong this morning. And she's like, yes, that's what it's going to say if you don't get in. And I'm like, okay, just making sure that that was what it's supposed to do. She said, but if you wanted to have your best chances, and I knew this part to go as far away from people as you can. Right. At, at Hollywood Studios. And, but this part I did not know. She said, because when you, when you, and when it says join, you push join and then it goes to your party. Right. And she said, do not look at the names. Don't look at the names. Just keep clicking the button. Don't take time to make sure that the people who are clicked are the people that are in your party. Just keep clicking the button till you get to the I'm in part. And there's two buttons after join that you have to click. And she said, if your party isn't the right party, we can work that out on our end, but you have to get a boarding pass. So just keep clicking until you get there. Like, don't even look at your names. She said, the amount of time that it takes you to look at your name, which is a second, is a second too long. So we went to the Little Mermaid area where, um, you know, the Pixar, what is it, Disney Junior yeah, show. Yeah, the Disney and Junior like, show. There was nobody there. We got there at 1245 just to like sit down and rest. And it was really funny, Vicky. Like you could see as it got closer to one o'clock, these little groups of people coming in and like finding a spot like away from people. And they were like on their phones. And then it was even funnier when one o'clock hit because you heard like these little bursts of cheers. Yes! They're like, yes, woo, yay. And it was like... <laughs> it was really funny. And we got our pass and it said to return in 45 minutes, which was right during our Brown Derby reservation. Mm -hmm. And so this is another good tip to know listeners that if you, if your boarding pass is during your dining reservation, go to your dining reservation. Yep. And then when you go to rise, you just show them the receipt from your dining reservation and they will let you in. Yep. And so don't fret, don't worry. Like if it's past your boarding time, you will still be able to get on. Well, that happened to Betsy, but she did opposite. She went to the ride and showed them that she had an upcoming reservation and they slid them in. And you oh. could do that too. Brown Derby told us that we could do that as well, but they said that it's easier to keep your normal re dining reservation. I would agree, yeah. And get on rides. Because if you go late to your dining reservation, then there could possibly not be tables and you're going to have to wait longer. Yeah, because of the table. pandemic. Well, I thought they had opened all the tables up again, but who knows? I think most of the tables are open. But anyways, you could do either or, but... And then we actually got in early to Brown Derby. Like we went and checked in yeah, like 45 minutes earlier and we got in like 30 minutes earlier than our normal reservation time. So that was good. It's funny because when you try to get Rise of the Resist Resistance at 7 and say you get in, you still have to wait several hours before you actually go on the ride because you have to get wait to the park opening and all that. When we got the 1 o'clock, we only had to wait 45 minutes and then yeah. we were on the ride. So that was pretty amazing to not have to wait as long as all these yeah. other it That's was awesome. fun. So the first time we ate was at Brown Derby, and that was at 1.30. I didn't realize that Brown Derby is a bougie, foodie place where they give you small portions. Right. And we came ready to eat, and we're like, <laughs> let's just share this, and this and this. And we shared, like, the lobster macaroni and, like, a strawberry salad. And what was the other thing? Potato cakes. Shared? Oh, potato cakes. And they came in these tiny little things, and we both were looking at each other like this is not enough <laughs> and then you got that tiny dessert <laughs> well here's the thing we saw a couple next to us order the grapefruit cake which i've heard is raved about and yes. i'm not a grapefruit person so i don't know maybe it's great maybe it's not i'm not gonna risk it and it came and it was this huge square that could feed four people and i was like stoked about this chocolate cake that we ordered i was like sweet we're gonna have this big piece of cake it's gonna be great it was <laughs> not it on this little circle this little circle on a plate with its pretty plating <laughs> And it was still really good. Wow. It was, it was really so good. good. I know, we're like, <laughs> rah, rah, rah. 
The other fun thing at Hollywood Studios is we were the only ones in Smuggler's Run, and we oh, got yeah. the pilots. Yay! Probably never be the pilots again because <laughs> we had no idea what we were doing. But it was so much fun, and I'm actually really glad that nobody else was in there with us because there's pros and cons to just being a party of two. The pros are you kind of can skip the lines a lot. They're looking for two extra people. The cons is you're usually like the two villains that they need for like right. smugglers run you'd be the last two whatever button pushers or you know in other rides it's like oh we have these lamo seats let's put party of two in there but it can also be good because you can go we really want to be the pilots and then they'll go we gotcha and then you have your own plane and That's then awesome. never want to do the ride again because you both made yourselves so <laughs> motion sick <laughs> It was really, really fun. I just don't understand why one person is the left and right pilot and the other is the up and down. That's a disaster waiting <laughs> to happen. And I've never been the left and right pilot. I've been the up and down pilot. So it was <laughs> it was really fun. It was, it was really fun. You didn't toss your cookie, so you made it through. Oh my gosh, we made ourselves so sick. Yeah, we never did once toss our cookies. No, no. But Hollywood Studios, of course, is a great, great place. So we can, is there anything else that we want to say about that day? I think that's good. Uh, oh, well, the the line for Smuggler's Run took us out of the park into oh, the yeah. back, like, cast member only section, which Ooh. was cool and not cool at the same time. It was cool because you got to see an area that you don't normally see, but it wasn't cool because there's no shade. I was going to say it was hot. And it takes you out of the magic just a tiny bit. You yeah, know? you see, you're like behind Galaxy's Edge. And it was just yeah, so you're seeing normal things. You were just in this amazing area. You saw the Millennium Falcon. Then you're like going into this this restricted area. There's even signs, do not enter. And you're like, this is so cool. Then you're like, oh, back lot, bushes, hot sun, people. Okay, this is great. Not magical at all. Not magical. <laughs> Oh, and we went on the new Minnie and Mickey ride. Oh, that we did go fun. on Minnie and Mickey, and that one was super cute. Yes. That's a yeah. super cute ride. I can't wait to take my kids on it. Yeah. Someday. Someday when we get to go to Walt Disney World, we <laughs> will go. We pretty much went on every ride we wanted to. And we got to go do a rock and roller coaster twice. Yeah, twice in a row. Yeah, that one was really fun. That is so, awesome. Um, next day, we did Animal Kingdom. Yep. And Animal Kingdom, we did really fast. Like, um, I took Katie's advice. We went to um, Expedition Everest first, and we got to ride it twice within like a half hour, and it was amazing. And then we went to the safari because um, Katie had told us to go in the morning. And I always do, in the past, we've always done fast passes. And by the time we get our fast pass, it's in the afternoon. Right. Right. And so I've never been on the safari in the morning and it was amazing. Like if you oh, can yeah. go to that safari in the morning, go in the morning. Or when it's lightly raining. Oh, okay. And that was a magical moment because we skipped the line. They asked for a party of two. Ah. Two, two, two. And it was like three or four families back. Yeah. And we were mm -hmm. like, where to? Where to? And they put us in the front row of the bus. That's of the awesome. Safari bus. And it was amazing. And our safari guide, I don't know if it's because I've always gone with kids that I don't even really listen to the, to the safari guide because I'm always in the back and I'm always paying attention to the children. But this time we got to pay attention to ourselves and we got to pay attention to the safari guide. And he was hilarious. He was doing hand motions. He was like hitting the steering wheel. Like he was so funny. He was so funny. So funny. And so I'm really glad that we got in the front because if you're not in the front, then you don't get to see like all right. of his actions. Yeah, you don't get the full experience. And, you know, they're still with this, they were still social distancing to a certain extent where each row of the safari bus had the plastic shields. Right. And if, if you're in the very front, you don't have, you know, we had plastic shield between us and the driver, but like, I feel like we have a better view of what's going on. You either want to be in the front or the back for sure. We were in yes. the back and so I could just turn and take the pictures and not have to worry about where the other people, they were like sandwiched, like your friend Katie was saying, she was sandwiched between two plastic pieces, so. Yeah. 
kind of a bummer. And we got to see all the cavalcades. We did not get to see Festival of the Lion King. Oh, we almost made it. We were probably like 12 people back and they were going to start doing single spots. And then they were like, nope, we're completely full. And the next show is in one hour. And we didn't want to sit there for an hour in line. And we had like a really hard decision. What was our hard decision? Well, I was going to say, if we weren't planning on doing another park that day, Mm -hmm. we probably would have waited. But we had Epcot that day. So our decision had to be between waiting for Lion King or going on Flight of Passage. And so we chose Flight of Passage. Yeah, I think nothing against Lion King, but you could watch it on, on YouTube right now. What did I say, Kate? I said that exact same thing. I was like, I'll just watch it on YouTube. It's fine. You did. And as far as I know right now, they aren't doing the flying acrobatics. Correct. They're not doing some of the most exciting parts of the show. Tumble monkeys. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay. That's not worth waiting an hour for to me, but. Yeah. Flight of Passage is worth waiting an hour for. (laughs) Flight of Passage was amazing. And we only waited like. One time we only waited 40 minutes. We went twice on it. And we went twice on it and it was awesome. See, for me, it was super magical because I'm very afraid of rides. And um, when we went in 2019, I went on it, but I was so scared of the unknown throughout the time and screaming my lungs out every time it felt like I was dropping that I couldn't enjoy it. In fact, I got off the ride thinking, I don't know how to process life right now. So this time I went into it knowing kind of what was going to happen and I embraced it more. And it's like my favorite ride, I think. That's awesome. We love it even more than Rise of the Resistance. Don't throw darts at us. They're different. They're two different things. Pandora Flight of Passes is just, I don't, you can't even explain. It's all encompassing. Yeah, it's a very spiritual moment for me when I'm on there. (laughs) I get emotional and I take it all in and I I mean the smells okay you know how they have some candle companies that make smells mm-hmm. flight of passage avatar that is the candle that yes. I want that's the candle I, mean, I haven't seen that one but if I do I will tell you okay please do because the smell I just walk in and I'm like oh, yes well and it's just every time you go on the ride you notice something more like I hadn't noticed your banshee is breathing. Right. And you can feel its lungs inhaling and exhaling. And I didn't realize when we landed on your legs growing and and going big and small, you can hear it. And then I didn't realize when it landed on branches, you kind of feel like you've landed on that. So. Well, it's one of my favorite, it is my favorite ride. So um, after Animal Kingdom, we headed to Epcot. We park hopped to Epcot twice. And the first day that we went there, we just focused on food and bathrooms because Kate's t-shirt said snacking around the world and my t-shirt said tinkling around the world. Did you take pictures and all of that? Cause I did not see all those. I haven't posted those yet. Okay. But yes, we did take pictures and we also learned that the world, so if you want to do tinkling around the world and go visit, <laughs> all of the bathrooms in the World Showcase or a bathroom in every country. So England has a bathroom. Um, France now has a bathroom. Yes, it does. It's nice. Because it's right next to Ratatouille. And so not all of them. Morocco has a bathroom. American Adventure has a bathroom. Germany has a bathroom. Those are the public restrooms. But all of the counter service restaurants also have bathrooms. And if you are really desperate and you want to visit a bathroom in every single country, you can go to one of the sit down dining restaurants (laughs) and you can say, I am trying to go to a bathroom in every country. And my shirt says tinkling around the world. And you show them your shirt. And he says, that is the best thing I've ever seen. Yes, you can go into the sit down restaurant and go to the bathroom. Except for in Italy. I did not get a bathroom in Italy. Everything in Italy closed down early, which is so funny because real life Italy is open real late. Like there's like the middle of the day things shut down. 
and then they open back up in the night. But here at Italy, everything was closed by seven. That's weird. But we did snack around the world. Oh, we snacked so good. We snacked. Anytime we came to a booth, we looked and we saw what it is that we wanted. And for the most part, it was always their dessert (laughs) that they had. And I also got a free thing. I got two free things. It was at the very end of the night and I went to like their Epcot showcase, like where all the favorites are in in between England and Canada. Yep. And I went in there and the cashier's name was Margie. And I was like, is your name because it was M-A-R-G-Y. And I was like, is your name pronounced Margie? And she was like, yes. And I was like, my name is Margie. And I had ordered the fried green tomatoes and she went to go ring it up. And then she was like, oh wait, here you go. You're a Margie, here you go. And like, yay, magic. She gave me the fried green tomatoes for free. And then she also threw in the key lime tart. And it was Was so good. (laughs) I love all, any place I've had key lime at Disney World property, delicious. The key lime tart I wasn't even gonna get. And it was my favorite thing that we ate that day. So it was awesome. We loved all of the snacks that we got at Epcot. Magic Kingdom, we didn't really do much at Magic Kingdom. I think one reason why it was our last day and because it was Magic Kingdom, like we didn't have to go on all the rides like that we would normally go on. The only thing we talked about was that we were eating at Be Our Guest and we had to have the Gaston's LeFou brew and the, the cinnamon roll. We didn't realize that Harbor House was closed. So at first we were disappointed, but then they're serving some of Harbor House's food at Tomorrowland Terrace. And we had a Google Sheet that we kept adding to. We never really looked at it. Like we looked at it a couple times to make sure that we got everything that we wanted to eat. Um, The other thing that we really liked that what we did at Magic Kingdom is during the heat of the day, we (laughs) went shopping for about an hour and a half to two hours at the Emporium. Nice. And why we did that, well, actually on Main Street, but like why we did that was we wanted to catch the cavalcades. And so we would go into a shop and once we heard a cavalcade, we would come out onto Main Street, we would watch the cavalcade, and then we would go back into the air conditioning and shop some more and then come out to the cavalcade. And it seriously was like such a good thing that we did. So we would like go through as far as we could till we heard the cavalcades run out of an exit door, get back in the original line. And by one point they're like, welcome back ladies. <laughs> Cause we did that like four times. We did it like four times. And one time we couldn't find the exit because even though there are so many exits, you cannot exit out of them. I know have to go all the way to the end of the Emporium, which is at the end. We probably got like our 20,000 steps in just during those two hours. But it was really fun. I love the cavalcades. We had already seen all the cavalcades come through, so we moved on, but we took a selfie in front of the castle and Alice saw us thinking that we were taking her photo and she posed just perfectly. And then we noticed her and we're like, oh, we're taking a selfie. And then we switched it around and she still continued to pose for us. That's nice. <laughs> She, we put the camera down and she was like, oh, is that such a good picture? And we're like, <laughs> I feel like even with like the amount of people that we had in the parks, because I was expecting 35% up to right. when it changed and then it was like, who knows? But for the amount of people there were, I still felt like it was very magical. We had these moments yes. where people were, you know, interacting with just us or when we got to go first in line on a ride, Mm -hmm. or, you know, getting these magical moments with characters, even with COVID, even with not being able to like actually be up and close and personal, there were still these magical moments. That's awesome. The other thing that I wanted to point out for the Skyliners, if you don't want to be with another party, you can just ask them. You can say, hey, we don't want to be with another party. It just says you have to do it quickly or you'll be in a car with somebody you don't know before you know what's happening. And one night we didn't want to be with another party because they had kids. And then another night, it, they were really fun. They were too Oh couples. yeah. And so we're like, yeah, we'll go on the Skyliner with them. And it was a really fun time hanging out with them, but you don't have to go with another party if you don't want to. Don't feel like you are pressured. We're sorry, we're allergic to children. <laughs> we did wear pins, said kid free. And we were celebrated by so many cast members that were like, 
congratulations, you're kid free. Or other parents who were like, you're so lucky. One time I was picking up an order in Epcot and there was a woman and she bought a souvenir cup of the cute little bee. Uh-huh. And she w- turned to me and she goes, I really am hoping this settles her down. Like, I hope this solves her like whininess. You know, and then they were like, oh, and this, and it was some kind of good looking alcoholic drink. And she goes, and that's for mommy. (laughs) (laughs) They both needed their moment. (laughs) I don't know. We just had a really good time. It was treat yourself. We didn't worry about a dang thing. One of my most magical moments was when we were walking into Animal Kingdom, all of the janitorial staff were waiting, were standing in line, like when we all first walked in and they were like, welcome, hello, happy. Yeah, they had their Mickey hands waving at us. Mickey hands and waving and they're like, we're so happy that you're here. And of course I had my happy birthday pin on because it's my birthday month. And they're like, happy birthday, Margie. And like, it was just so magical that they would take time out. Right. You know, they, they really didn't have much to clean at the moment because the park had just opened, but like they were just so happy and so excited. Yes, I feel like people who work for Disney, the cast members want you, especially because some people, this is a once in a lifetime trip. They save and they know I'm just going this one time. So they want you to have a magical moment and they try their best. So uh, you probably talk about this with your listeners all the time, but get the buttons. You never know. You might be on your first visit and they might choose you to be at the front of the ride, you know, and get the happy birthday buttons because pretty much all the cast members point out the happy birthday. But yeah, get the pins, get the pins, get the pins. You will get so much attention. Well, Kate, it was great having you on. Yeah, this was fun. So um, thank you both for being on here with us. I am so excited for you guys. I loved your trip. Even though I wasn't there, I felt like I was there, which I appreciate. So a few final reminders before we sign off. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, all you have to do is email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can email Margie or me, Vicki, at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. For just a $200 refundable deposit, you can hold your reservations. So contact us today. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, or our Your Story Travel TikTok account, at Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, I think it's about that time. Disney loves. Adventure is out there. Have a magical day, my friends.